Good morning. Welcome to our morning prayer this morning. It's good to be with you. Uh, It's a a joy to read scripture this morning and reflect with you today. So thank you for choosing to uh, join us this morning here um, for our time of morning prayer today. Today we'll be uh, using once again our uh, devotional. Uh, which is found if you bought a book, a book of common prayer, you're following along. It's found on page 137. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, pray together and we'll reflect together. So today, instead of using the uh, suggested Psalm 51, we're going to read from our lectionary Psalm today, which is Psalm 78. I'll read the first four verses of Psalm 78. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth, and I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from old. Things I have heard and known that our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from our children. We will tell them to the generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders he has done. Amen. Today's scripture reading will come from, we're going to continue in Luke. We're going to be reading Luke chapter chapter 20, verses 20 through 26. Luke 20, verses 20 through 26. They watched him and sent spies who pretended to be honest in order to trap him by what he said, to hand him over to the jurisdiction and the authority of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are right in what you say and teach, and that you show show difference to no one, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose head and whose title does it bear? They said, The emperor's. He said to them, and give the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to trap him by what he said. And being amazed by his answer, they became silent. What's happening here is you may remember from the stories in scripture where Jesus uh, cleanses the temple. Um, as we see here in this passage that the Roman money, that was the common money in the day because Rome was the power that controlled that part of the world. The Roman money would have had upon it a picture of Caesar. And that picture of Caesar uh, is the key to understanding this because Caesar, uh, by the Romans especially, and because the Romans were in charge, uh, by those who Rome um, was over, uh, saw Caesar as a god. So then, is it the responsibility of the religious Jewish individual to pay taxes to the to to the to the heathen, if you will, to the uh, to the um, secular evil power of the day, Rome, particularly using money that had upon it uh, an idol, which is what Caesar would have been. Uh, he would have been a false god. So. Is it the responsibility of the Jewish person in that context to do that? And what these people were doing, these uh, these spies, they were trying to trap Jesus. Because is if he had said, yes, you can pay taxes, they could say, ah, see, he's not really one of us. He's not really following the way of God. Or if he were to say, no, you don't pay taxes because of Caesar being an idol, you, they could tell the Romans, see, look, he doesn't support Caesar. He's not really a good citizen. They were, they were, as it says here, they're trying to lay a trap for him. And uh, Jesus answers in the perfect way. He says, give to Caesar that which is Caesar's. Give to God that which is to God, that which is God's. And I think for us in the world in which we find ourselves, because we find ourselves in a world which, which is imperfect, led by imperfect people, led by imperfect governments, led by imperfect politicians, led by imperfect everyone, led by, with imperfect churches. Um, 
we have a responsibility um, as um, as uh, God told the exiles in Babylon, work for the good of your city. Um, we render to Caesar that which is Caesar's. So if we pay our taxes, we are good citizens. We do our duty. We, we, we work for the betterment of the community in which we find ourselves. We give to God that which is God's. And often I think when we see this passage, we think of it in terms of what should we render to Caesar, which is, you know, we should always render to Caesar that which is Caesar's. But the passage also says, give to God that which is God's. So, as people of good Christian ethics and good Christian morals, we should give to Caesar that which is Caesar's. But likewise, as followers of Christ, as those who have given their life to Christ, we should give to God that which is God's. I think of a, a, a statement I heard recently by a... Uh, on a podcast I listened to and uh, the host was asked to summarize the gospel and the summary for the gospel was this Jesus is Lord that's a great summary of the gospel Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord of my life Jesus is Lord of the earth Jesus is Lord of the cosmos Jesus is Lord so today we want to give to Caesar that which is Caesar's of course but frankly even more importantly we want to give to God that which is God's and the greatest thing that God wants is not any of our financial resources, but the greatest thing that God wants is the totality of our lives. So Jesus Christ be Lord of all things. Most importantly, for me and for you, maybe he, may he be Lord of our lives. Amen. We will now recite our Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who's conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I now invite you to pray with me, especially as we pray for those who are sick, ill, and facing surgery and tragedy in this day. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, our Father, we thank you for this moment you called us to, to, in the quiet of this morning, reflect upon your goodness. In the quiet of this morning, O oh God, reflect upon uh, giving to you that which is yours, as well as to Caesar, that which is Caesar's, Father. Help us to give you all that we are and may Jesus Christ be Lord of all of our lives Father we thank you for Christ his great love his great call his great grace Father we pray today throughout this day for those in trouble God I pray especially for those that are grieving there's much tragedy within our world much tragedy within our family within our families God much tragedy within our churches be present with all who grieve now we pray for those that are facing surgery today. God, I pray, special for, I pray especially for a dear friend of mine facing heart surgery today, Father. Be with him and with his family. We pray, God, for those that are making difficult decisions. We pray for those that are alone. Father, we pray for those battling addiction, depression, or any type of, of darkness. We pray, God, for our country, for our leaders. We pray for our military. We pray for all who need you, God. We pray for those for whom no one else prays. Father, we do ask you now to forgive us of our sins. We ask this prayer this morning, O oh God, not in our name. We ask in the name 
of the one who taught us to pray, as we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I want to read to you real quick as we conclude uh, uh, one of the one of the devotional books that I've read for years. Uh, from uh, I don't know how this will go over, um, but it's a, a, a book called The Rule of Benedict. It's uh, you can see it's old and worn. Uh, it's a it's a devotional resource I've used for many years, and uh, it's a it's a goal for monat for monastics how they should live their life together. And so this is the reading for June fifteenth, where it says. Sunday laws begin with Psalm 66 and straight through without a refrain. The Psalm 50 follows an Alleluia refrain. Laws continue with Psalm 17 and 62, the count of the three young men, Psalm 40, 148 through 150. A reading from the Apocalypse recited by heart, followed by a re responsory, an Ambrosian hymn, a versicle, and the Gospel canticle, and the litany in the conclusion. This is, this is what the commentator says. Every Sunday morning as day breaks, Benedict asks us to find five specific psalms. Psalm 67 asks for God's continued blessings. Psalm 51 gives a voice of contrition. Psalm 8, 118 recounts God's goodness in the past. Psalm 62 pours out a longing for God. And Psalms 148 through 150 bring the soul a burst of praise. The structure in itself, in other words, models the disposition of the soul before God. At the beginning of the week, we ask for the energy of grace to go from the Sabbath to the next. We acknowledge the struggles of the week before us and the failings of the week that has passed. We remember God's eternal fidelity in good times and bad, and we recognize publicly the great desire of our life is the desire for God. Whatever else distracts us on the way, and finally we give our lives in thanksgiving to the one who has brought us this far, who is our final goal and our constant hope. Sunday lauds in the monastic liturgy is a soul-splitting commitment to go on. The point is that every life needs points along the way that enable us to rise above the petty daily problems. The overwhelming tragedy of our lives and begin again whatever our circumstances full of confidence not because we know ourselves to be faithful but because our God is so today go about your day full of confidence joy and peace not because you're perfect or not because you've got it all figured out but because our God is perfect so thank you for joining us today and hear our closing prayer Lord Almighty and everlasting Father you have brought us in the safety of this new day Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by the adversary. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Have a great day. Look forward to praying with you tomorrow morning. Thanks for joining us.